Now we join Mark Weber for the first full hour of Garden Talk. Good morning, Mark. How was your week? Uh, I don't even know where to begin, John. <laughs> <laughs> you know, John, you've heard all the hubbubaloo about the uh, royal wedding, yes, right? Yes, yes. Yeah, and and I, I, my wife told me this last night that there'll be nobody who will be listening to Garden Talk today because they're all going to be glued to the TV watching all these ladies with their hats and all that stuff. Yeah. You know, but mm-hmm. but I'm going to say something. Okay. You know, you've heard all the, the stuff about mosquitoes, right? Yeah. And how bad they are, right? Yeah. And how you sh- how how to control mosquitoes, right? Mm-hmm. Well, in the next hour of Garden Talk, we're going to talk about mosquitoes and kind of some really obvious common sense ways to manage them without spending a whole lot of hard-earned money. Right here on IM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. The views and opinions expressed during this program do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of Cox Media Group, Ohio. This is WHIO's consumer warrior, Clark Howard. Beware scam artists in Dayton. I'll find you out. This is WHIO meteorologist, Kirsty Santini. If weather breaks this hour, we will break in. And you're listening to an Ask the Expert weekend on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. And a good Saturday morning, and uh, welcome to the first hour of what will be three great hours of radio right here on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. My name is Mark Weber, and I've been hosting this legendary broadcast for over 28 years, helping folks with their lawn gardening and landscaping challenges. And if you've got something going on in your landscape, we have got open lines for you today at 457-1290. That's 457-1290. That'll put you into the Master Control Studios. And uh, we got well, Javon's over there, right? Hi, Javon. How are you? Hey, what's going on, Mark? <laughs> I have a question for you. Okay. I always have questions. <laughs> do you like onions? I love onions. Okay. So do you like a sweet onion, a tart onion? Do you like red onions, yellow onions, white onions? What's your favorite kind of onion? My favorite is red onion, but I love them all, though. Okay, when you do the red onion, how do you like it best? Um, It depends on what I'm eating it with. If I'm eating a sandwich, I eat it cold. Uh-huh. If I'm eating, like, a steak or something, I um cook it. You ever wonder why anybody wouldn't want to eat an onion? <laughs> I have no idea. It makes the food so much better. I would concur. So today when we go in the garden kitchen about 645, we're going to talk about sweet onions. And we are going to talk about uh, how to grow them in your own yard. And they are wonderful. Uh, And I'd love to hear from you today. Are you a red onion lover, a white onion lover, a yellow onion lover? Do you like your onions hot and spicy? Do you like them sweet? And more so, tell us if you're you're an onion hater. (laughs) I want to know why onions, you don't like onions. It's kind of an onion type of show today. Um, along with that as well, we'd love to hear your voices today at 457-1290. That's 457-1290. Uh, we've got a lot of miles to travel today here on Garden Talk, and we would love to hear your voices today. Um, and, and with it being the month of May and uh, Memorial Day, it's hard to believe this, but Memorial Day is around the corner. Um, we're going to be talking about a lot of topics, and one of which is mosquitoes. Um, there seems to be a lot of press out there about mosquitoes these days. And, and, and frankly, a lot of it is, is bunk. I mean, I don't know how else to say it. I'm going to talk a lot today about how to manage mosquitoes in your yard. And, and frankly, the, 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 some of the stuff that people want you to do is a big boatload of bull pucky. You don't need to be spending the kind of money um, that people want you to do. They want you to spray your yard and do a whole bunch of other stuff. And frankly, folks, that's a waste of money. And we're going to talk about how to ma- best manage mosquitoes on your property. Um, and, and we'll talk a lot about, about that issue and so much more today. 457-1290 is the number of the dial. Um, along with that as well, we are going to go in the garden with a weekly tip to help your garden grow um, and we're also going to go in the garden kitchen. And I also want to share with all of you that uh, 
Along with all of that today, we are going to be talk, talking about a lot of plant problems, a lot of plant challenges that are going on, on out there. And no matter where you may be, and, and I know folks have listened to me for a long time here on WHIO Radio, we have listeners now in states like Vermont and New Hampshire and Connecticut, California. Um, it's pretty amazing how many people listen to us across the nation and across the world on the iHeartRadio network as well as on the, 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 the podcast that you can listen to um, via the radio station and then the TuneIn download app. So there's lots of ways to get great gardening information and all of that for three hours. Um, a little bit about myself before we begin this morning's program. I hold two degrees in horticulture from Ohio State University. I'm designated by the International Society of Aboriculture, and that's the study of trees, as a board-certified master arborist. I'm also qualified in tree risk assessment, and I am also hold a number of other certifications and qualifications from, from all over the United States as well as Great Britain. Speaking of Great Britain, they are getting ready for the big wedding today, and I'm actually a Category 3 arborist um, in Great Britain. So with all that being said, there's nowhere else do you get the expert analysis and advice that you're going to get here on Garden Talk. And I am here to help you today. Um, we're going to be on for nearly three hours. And for that three hours, we're going to give you great gardening advice that is driven by what the callers do as well as what is driven um, by me in different parts of show prep. So folks, give us a call today, 457 1290 and without further ado, we've got calls this first first thing this morning. And Javon, let's go talk to Rick. Rick, good morning, and uh, welcome to Garden Talk. Good morning. So do you like onions, Rick? Well, yes, sir, I do. What's your favorite kind of onion? Well, actually, I was going to ask you about the uh, another member of the Leek family. Mm-hmm. Ramps. Ramps, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I just moved here from West Virginia about three years ago. Uh-huh. And uh, we actually have a ramp festival down there. Well, you know, ramps are, are, are very interesting. And for those of you who don't know what they are, these things, they, they grow um, wild in wild places. Uh, many times you will find them growing in the woods. Um, ramps grow in West Virginia, and they grow in southern Ohio, very on the end of southern Ohio. You will find them even in Missouri and Kentucky. Um, they have a very strong onion type of flavor to them. Um, my favorite way to eat ramps, Rick, is to, is to cook them on the grill and put a little char on them. Um, I think they are delicious. My wife thinks they're too strong, by the way. <laughs> it's my wife's opinion of ramps. I think ramps are delicious. I like them with some fresh fiddleheads out of the woods this time of year with maybe some fresh morels. You can tell that uh, I'm a woodland kind of guy. <laughs> <laughs> in in that regard, so I, I usually have my ramps with uh, either scrambled eggs or uh, uh, fried potatoes. Mm -hmm. And you grew up eating them, though, I would assume, right? <laughs> well, actually, not till I moved to Richwood. Is that right? Where the ramp festival is. Yeah, and then, and 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 there and, and and how else do folks eat them that you've seen other than like you described? Pretty much, you name it, raw. Fried, uh, pickled, <laughs> uh, just about anyway. I've never had saw any candy ramps. But. Yeah, I've never even seen a candy ramp either. <laughs> Rick, thanks for the call today. Okay. Indeed, you have a good one, sir. You too, sir. Bye bye. Four bye. five seven twelve ninety, and let's go talk to Carolyn. And Carolyn is in Kettering. Carolyn in Kettering. Good morning. Good morning. How are you today? Do you like onions? I do like onions. What's your favorite kind of onion, Carolyn? I like all kinds of onions. Um, I prefer them cooked over raw. If I have them raw, I like them in a salad, and I like them cut up small or thin. Um, I grew up, my mom used to make um, uh, cucumber and onion cold salad and uh, beet. Do you like, uh, what's, what's, your favorite, what, what's your favorite kind of onion? Um... I tend to I, we tend to have the yellow onion in the house more often than not. Do you? I do. I do have a recipe for a huge red. Take the pour it out of the top, and you put butter and a bouillon cube in it, yeah. and you wrap it up and bake it. 
and it is wonderful. Sounds yummy. <laughs> it is. It's great. It's all marinated and yummy. How can I help you with your yard today, Carolyn? Um, I have got um, some beautiful Rose of Sharon um, as a privacy on the side of the house. Um, and I love the shape of them. And I love the, the leaves and the flowers it puts out. I just hate the volunteers that it spreads everywhere. <laughs> and I have tried and tried to figure out ways to um, uh, keep on top of all of those uh, volunteers. And I, mean, I find them all over my yard, places I didn't think I'd even find them. Yeah. Um, and um, yeah, the challenge that the challenge that you that you've got got um, Carolyn is the fact that you know they sell a number of rows of Sharon's to be quote unquote sterile that don't have this issue. I need to tell you that, but unfortunately, it's been my experience that be far from the truth. Um, I will tell you that the best way to manage this problem is when you see them, um, when they're small seedlings, you can pull them out of the dirt. Other times you can spot treat them with glyphosate or a spot, you know, treat treatment of herbicide. But even the sterile, I will tell you, the ones that they sell as the sterile varieties are not as sterile as what they claim they are. And this is a plant that tends to want to propagate itself readily into the landscape. Thank you very much for your call, Carolyn, and have a good day. Folks, when we come back, we'll take your calls at 457-1290. And for 28 years, we've been planting the seeds to a greener and better place called the Great Miami Valley and beyond. This is Garden Talk on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. The Miami Valley's only radio station for 24-hour breaking news, weather, and traffic. AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Welcome to the Life Plan Minute. 60 seconds of wisdom for your life and investments with Dan Hypes. Dan, as a certified financial transitionist, what trends are you seeing lately? Larry, we enjoy guiding clients through transitions. I've witnessed an uptick in transitions within a transition. Recently, I spoke to someone who is within five years of retirement and their parents passed away, leaving an inheritance. Retirement, loss of parents, and sudden wealth are all transitions. Does inheritance impact how quickly someone can retire? It certainly brings up that question and many more to be answered. At LifePlan, we have committed the time, talent, and resources to guide our clients through meaningful conversations about these questions and many more. Schedule a meaningful conversation today with Dan and his team of fee-only advisors at LifePlan. Contact LifePlan, a fee-only firm at 937-438-8000 or lifeplanfg.com. When life happens, call LifePlan. Due to increased business, Craftsman Home Improvements is seeking skilled installers to join their team. As one of the top kitchen and bath design build firms in Ohio, Craftsman needs experienced full turnkey contractors for steady year-round work. Sign-on bonus available. Qualified candidates must have tools, truck, trailer, and insurance. Experience with finished carpentry, tile, plumbing, electric, and drywall is required. Current openings are in Kettering and Westchester, and plenty of work is available. Check them out online at CraftsmanHome.com. That's CraftsmanHome.com. We're here at the Train Heating and Air Conditioning Testing Facility to see how unstoppable their products really are. Inside this climate chamber, it's raining incredibly hard on this train AC unit. Clearly, it's hard to stop the train. Now through May 31st, bring home Unstoppable. Choose special financing for 48 months or up to a $1,000 trade-in allowance on a qualifying train system. Visit traininfo.com for complete program eligibility, dates, details, and restrictions. Subject to credit approval. Train the most reliable heating and cooling brand. The future's coming fast, so Spectrum's getting faster. Hey, there's going to be billions of connected devices in the next few years. Someone's got to power this stuff. That's why Spectrum is accelerating internet speed starting at 100 megs across their fiber-powered network to keep everything, and that means everything, connected. So bring on the next big thing, and the next big thing after that. Spectrum is here to power it. Are you ready for what's next? Spectrum. Think forward. To learn more, visit Spectrum.com. When you're dealing with a disease as serious as cancer, you know that your treatment needs to be as individual as you are. You need professionals that make you feel that way. And at Dayton Physicians Network, that's what we do. We schedule our hours around you, evening, weekends, and an urgent care just for cancer patients. We want every minute of your care to make you feel as special as you are, to make you feel like you're at home. 
When you need us, come home to Dayton Physicians Network. Visit us at DaytonPhysicians.com. We're here for you. It's our annual Smith Brothers of Burn Furniture Sale at Gallery Home Furnishings in Inglewood. 40% off plus 48 months interest free. We also have Amish bedroom, dining room, and occasional furniture made right here in Ohio. 48 months interest free is on everything in the store. GalleryHomeFurnishings.com When you look at your trees, do you see dead or hanging branches? Are leaves turning yellow or falling off? If your trees don't look healthy or if you're worried that they may be unsafe, call the tree care professionals at Arbor Experts, a locally owned and operated tree care company staffed with ISA certified arborists serving Greater Dayton. Visit their website at arbor-experts.com or call them at 937-233-4118. That's Arbor Experts at 233-4118. Hundreds of reporters working around the clock to bring you the latest news from the Miami Valley. You can depend on Dayton and Springfield's 24-hour news, weather, and traffic station. AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Good morning, everybody. It's 6.23, 23 minutes after 6 o'clock. Let's check out the updated weather forecast from News Center 7. We'll see the chance for a few more showers, maybe a couple of thunderstorms once again today with the better chances coming later this afternoon into the evening hours. The stronger storms will look to stay off to our east. It will once again be a warm and breezy day with highs in the middle to upper 70s. We should dry out overnight tonight. I'm Debugadish Brett Collor, the Miami Valley Severe Weather Station, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. A current scan of the new live Doppler HD7 radar shows overcast sky conditions. We're resting at 66 degrees Fahrenheit on the station that you depend on for weather, traffic, and garden talk, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. When the Miami Valley gets hit with breaking news, severe weather, or traffic tie-ups, depend on us for up-to-the-minute information. AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. 457-1290. That's 457-1290 is the number of the dial. If you'd like to be part of Garden Talk, we would love for you to be part of today's show as we always love to help you with whatever's ailing your yard, gardening, and landscaping challenges. If you've got a question about your lawn, you have quick questions about weed control, poison ivy, and yeah, I got poison. You know, I, Javon, I got poison ivy this week. Oh, wow. <laughs> but you know, I have to tell you, Javon, depends on where I go, how bad I, if I get it at all, or if I don't get it at all. And let me explain. Um, sometimes um, I grew up, as you know, in Ohio. When I have exposure to Ohio poison ivy, I usually don't have any issues. Um, If I go to other parts of the eastern seaboard, if I go to New Jersey, I'm doing something around trees in New Jersey, I get it bad, really bad. Now, this week I did something in Pennsylvania, and I got a little bit of it on me, not bad. So obviously the Ohio and Pennsylvania Pennsylvania poison ivy must not it must be similar to the same type. I don't know. All I know is is that every time I think of myself, well, I'm going to get it, but it depends on how bad I'm going to get it. But but the, but let me tell you the, the 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 New Jersey form of it is nasty stuff. <laughs> Last time I had it on me, I was bad. I had to go to the doctor and get a shot. It was so bad. <laughs> I looked like somebody out of a TV commercial is what I did. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty bad. In fact, it was so bad my wife wouldn't even sleep with me. <laughs> She's afraid she was going to get it. So, <laughs> Oh, I just love poison. <laughs> Talk about poison ivy. Um, folks, I'll tell you what, the other thing is if you've got poison ivy in your landscape, that remember that this is a, a plant that has a pretty deep root system and managing it is important from the standpoint it's going to take a few applications of some post-directive herbicides to um, get rid of it. So just keep that in mind as well. 457-1290. A little bit, uh, we're going to take a break, go into the newsroom with the, the famous John Tisdale. And he's going to give us an update on the region as well as the world. And after that, we're going to go take a step into the garden. And we're going to talk about uh, how to manage and control um, pesky little mosquitoes. 
Um, you know, I hate to tell you this, but there is a lot of species of mosquitoes. In fact, would it not surprise you, Javon, how many species of mosquitoes do you think there are in the world? Um, in the 50s? No, in the United, in the whole world, how many different types of mosquitoes do you think there are? Is it more than 100? Oh, gosh, yes. 3,500 species. Wow. Now, in Ohio, in Ohio, we have approximately 59 different types of mosquitoes. Now, this is the interesting part, Javon. Many of them don't bite you. Okay. Yeah. We're going to talk about the ones that do bite you and how you can control them in your landscape without spending a whole lot of money and also um, exposing yourself unnecessarily to a lot of pesticides. We're going to talk about that a little bit later um, this morning as well. But yeah, we have in Ohio, we have about 59 different species of mosquitoes and many of which don't even bite you. So let's talk about why Mosquitoes show up in the landscape and more so how to manage them as well. 457-1290. Also, I wanted to let you know that if you listen to um, the garden, uh, to WHI radio during the week or during the day or whatever time, and you're listening to the online version that where you hook onto the website, you can listen to Garden Talk Minutes, where we do a we every week we do a separate set of topics, and we provide that for your enjoyment and, and most importantly, your gardening pleasure. Four five seven twelve ninety is the number of the dial if you'd like to be part of this program. Um, also, I want to share with you with the amount of rain that we have gotten and the way lawns have been growing. You're probably at a point now where it would be advisable to probably most likely get your lawnmower blade sharpened and balanced. Um, And I think this is an important um, point. Uh, Many lawns this time of year when you mow the grass have kind of a whitish tone to them. Um, That is related to the mower blade uh, cutting the lawn and and, and tearing the, the leaf blade of the grass. Um, it's a great avenue for pathogens to enter the grass plant, but more so it can cause the lawn not to look so healthy. So you want to get your lawn, your lawnmower at this point in time, probably get the clean out the deck underneath and take the time and get those mower blades sharpened and balanced so that you can properly cut the lawn. Well, when we come back, we're going to go into the garden and talk a little bit about mosquito management. I'd love to hear your voices today. Do you like onions? Do you hate onions? What kind of onions do you like? It's going to be kind of onion type of show. 457-1290 on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Dayton and Springfield Station for 24-hour news, weather, and traffic. And our Ask the Expert weekends. AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. This is the station Dayton turns to first for live team coverage of breaking news. WHIO Dayton Springfield. Your news starts now. Depend on it. 6.30, I'm John Tisdell. Our top story, the suspect in the school shooting in Santa Fe, Texas, where 10 people were killed, is being held without bail. More rain likely both today and tomorrow, and there could be a few storms as well. I'm Duvaldish Brett Cobbler. Your exclusive WHIO forecast is coming up. Now, WHIO Triple Team Traffic. We'll get a pretty good driving conditions on this Saturday morning. If you're going to be traveling on southbound 75 from the Miami County-Montgomery County line, the 12-mile trip to US 35 will take about 11 minutes. You're going to be traveling in Green County near the Green County Fairgrounds. Watch for heavy volume on this Saturday or this weekend. That's due to hamvention being held. Our top story, the accused Texas shooter in a Santa Fe... In Santa Fe, Texas, high school at that high school made his first court appearance last night via closed-circuit TV. Galveston County Judge Mark Henry denied bond for Demetrius Pagorchi, who appeared from jail, handcuffed, with his head hung down. Are you requesting consideration for a court-appointed attorney? Yes, sir. 
Governor Greg Abbott said law enforcement found explosives both on and off campus, including in a car and a home that they believe Pogorci made. Fox's Jessica Rosenthal with team coverage among the 10 dead, two teachers and a foreign exchange student from Pakistan. Hundreds gathered for a vigil in Santa Fe, Texas last night. The question, how to stop these shootings? Hundreds gathering Friday night for a vigil. The question on many lips, how to stop this? Governor Greg Abbott says he'll host a series of town hall meetings next week. We have one common goal. No child, no parent, no student, no community should ever have to go through this again. Fox's Jack Hallahan, the suspect, is being held without bail on capital murder charges. Harrison Township crews were dispatched to Riverside Drive early this morning on report of a vehicle crash. We're told the driver lost control and hit a tree. One person was hurt and taken to the hospital. A Clay Township police officer is facing domestic violence charges involving a child. Court documents allege 47-year-old Martin Stringfellow hit a child in a Brookville home on May 8th. The department says the 20-plus-year veteran is on administrative leave until the case concludes. WHO's Ron Otto says Stringfellow is out of jail after pleading not guilty. And we're less than a half hour away from the royal wedding from getting underway. The pageantry is underway in Britain where an American princess is about to walk down the aisle to marry a real prince. Thousands are gathered near St. George's Chapel in Windsor hoping to catch a glimpse of Prince Harry and Meghan Markle. Great atmosphere, isn't it? Fantastic, yeah. And we met some lovely people already, so it's really nice. Fox's Carmen Roberts, Meghan Markle, has left her hotel in a vintage Rolls Royce wearing a white dress and veil on her way to the wedding. Now the exclusive WHIO Storm Center 7 forecast. We'll see the chance for a few more showers, maybe a couple of thunderstorms once again today with the better chances coming later this afternoon into the evening hours. The stronger storms will look to stay off to our east. It will once again be a warm and breezy day with highs in the middle to upper 70s. We should dry out overnight tonight. I'm Debugger Brett Collor, the Miami Valley Severe Weather Station, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Latest scan of the Live Dapper 7 HD radar, seeing some light showers just south of Salina, north of I-70. Sun's starting to come out, starting to see a little bit of a sun. Nice sunrise outside our studios here on South Main Street. It's currently 66 degrees in Centerville, 67 degrees, or 64 degrees in Springfield, and 66 degrees in Dayton at 634. News breaks, we break in immediately. I'm John Tisdale on Dayton's 24-hour news, weather, and traffic station. And 1290 News 95.7 WHIO. Depend on it. Hi, this is Jim Roof, owner of Raymath Company. And we have great careers available at our locations in Piqua and Troy. And are interested in hearing from you if you are a dependable, high-quality individual and want to grow in your career. We are a diverse manufacturing company performing CNC machining, stamping, brake press forming, laser cutting, turret punching, and welding. We offer challenging careers in a wide range of manufacturing disciplines, both in our office and shop. You do not need experience. We will train you and help you develop valuable skills. So if you are willing to learn and appreciate things like shift bonuses, competitive vacation, and health care benefits, and 401k, along with being part of a family atmosphere, Raymath may be the place for you. Rapid growth drives us to continually invest in technology and in our team members to support our customers. To apply, visit raymath.com and click on careers. That's R-A-Y-M-A-T-H dot com and click on careers. Raymath, an equal opportunity employer. When you look at your trees, do you see dead or hanging branches? Are leaves turning yellow or falling off? If your trees don't look healthy or if you're worried that they may be unsafe, call the tree care professionals at Arbor Experts, a locally owned and operated tree care company staffed with ISA certified arborists serving Greater Dayton. Visit their website at arbor-experts.com or call them at 937-233-4118. That's Arbor Experts at 233-4118. This is WHIO's Clark Howard. I save you money, and the gang at WHIO work hard to bring you live breaking weather, traffic, and news right here. WHIO. You're listening to Garden Talk on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Now it's time to go into the garden with Mark Weber, a weekly tip to help your garden grow. You know, worldwide, there's over 3,500 species of buzzing mosquitoes. And right here in the great state of Ohio, we have about 59. Many of those species do not bite you and do not hurt you. 
In fact, they feed on nectar and plant sap. That's right. See, whenever you hear the word mosquito now, you'll have a whole new view of the world of mosquitoes. And yes, it is true that the male mosquitoes that do bite, they have a piercing, sucking mouth parts that work on plants as well. But only the females are what hurts you. And what they're trying to get is the blood for the maturity of their eggs. Thankfully, uh, we do not all suffer from malaria from mosquitoes in Ohio. However, things like heartworm disease is important toward pets. And there's a number of other viruses that can affect this as well, like West Nile and the lacrosse virus and a few other issues as well. So here's how you handle mosquitoes. First of all, prevention is worth 13,000 pounds of cure. That's right. Remember that in, for this insect to work, it needs water to breed, meaning standing water is what it requires to complete its life cycle. So everything that you can do to eliminate standing water in your landscape is one way that you can manage mosquitoes. Second of all is killing the wigglers, killing the, the little wigglies that are in standing water. And there's a number of different materials out there that are baits that can be put into those standing water breeding sites to manage where the wigglers may live, including those materials contain uh, a material called Bacillus thuringiensis, which is a biological insecticide, which does a wonderful job at controlling the wigglers as they would be in standing water. Keep in mind as well that you can also, and this is what I use if I'm gonna go into a place that I know has lots of mosquitoes, is I use mosquito repellents. Remember, there are products out there that are safe to use for you, like DEET, and they are materials that do an excellent job at controlling mosquitoes from them coming after you. Finally, if you've got trees that have open holes or cavities in them, there are many cases these are breeding grounds for the eastern tree hole mosquito. This is commonly found in many different repellents out there can manage these insects in tree holes. And also if you've got tree holes, it probably should be inspected by a certified arborist. Finally, there is no insecticide repellent that's foolproof and everlasting. Keep in mind that materials that are applied all the way across your lawn and landscape probably will do more harm than good. And it will be an expense that you do not need to bear. So as I said in the beginning this morning, with mosquitoes, an ounce of prevention is worth four pounds of cure. You've been Into the Garden with Mark Weber. Phone lines are open for your gardening questions. Call Mark now at 457-1290. Here's the gardening guru, Mark Weber, on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. 457-1290 is the number of the dial. If you'd like to be part of this morning's broadcast, there's an open line for you. If you'd like to learn about mosquitoes and their management, you can read about them at gardentalkblog.com. And, of course, here on Garden Talk, what we do every week is give you the information and the expert analysis that's going on in your landscape. And I'd like to know from you today, do you like onions? And if you do like onions, what are your favorite kind of onions? And if you're not an onion lover, I'd love to talk to you today. I'd like to know why you don't like onions. I just don't understand why anybody would not like onions. But in many cases, uh, there are people out there who don't like them. And I'd like to talk to somebody out there today who doesn't like onions. Also, a, a bit of a programming notes as well, ladies and gentlemen, this morning. Um, in the last hour of Garden Talk, we do what they call the wild and crazy last hour of Garden Talk, where we do what plan I am, which will be your chance to uh, win yourself a $25 gift card to Knollwood because they're gardeners like you and I. And along with that as well, we would love to take your calls today at 457-1290. That's 457-1290. Maybe you've got a question about uh, how to manage your landscape better. Maybe you have a question about uh, dealing with uh, grubs in the landscape, particularly in your lawn, and when is the proper time to be applying long-season grub control. Also, I want to share with all of you as well, coming up this coming Thursday, and that's May 24th, 
If you are in the greens industry or if you are an arborist or are in the landscaping or if you are in the tree in the construction business, um, I cordially invite you to be part of a very special event that's going to be held at Woodland Cemetery in Arboretum, which is right around the corner here from the radio station, which is located at, at uh, 118 Woodland Avenue. We're going to be doing trees and construction, and we're going to be talking about how to select and choose trees to keep during construction, how to manage those trees during construction, and what the aftercare is going to be like uh, after you um, get done with the construction. But an hour-long program, there's a, a get-together at 12 to 12.30, and if you would like to learn more about it, you can find it at gardentalkblog.com or at the Ohio Chapter ISA's website. 457-1290 is the number of the dial. If you'd like to be part of this morning's broadcast, we will also have you part of this program as well today. And Javon, I tell you what, without further ado, let's go into the Garden Kitchen. You're listening to Garden Talk with Mark Weber on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Now it's time to go into the Garden Kitchen with Mark Weber, a weekly tip to improve your kitchen table. This week's In the Garden Kitchen is about onions, and I'm doing particularly sweet onions. You know, these are a group of onions that are very short-lived, meaning they're not designed to be grown and stored for months on end. They're really designed to be grown. They grow fairly fast. They get fairly large, and they're meant to eat right away. There are varieties like you may have heard of before, like Valdalia and Walla Walla. Um, These are onions that are what they call the sweet ones. They have less astringent flavors. And in fact, they are fantastic, fantastic when they're sliced thin and put in salads. You put them on sandwiches. I'm just hungry thinking about it. Um, They range in the colors of of a white flesh to a yellow flesh. And uh, they tend to have kind of a a flattened kind of look to them, Uh, meaning they they look kind of um, with a flat bottom and a flat top. Um, but keep in mind that these are onions that are incredibly perishable. Um, they don't have a lot of ability to store for long periods of time. So when you purchase these or you grow these, and the sweet onions they are, you want to store them in your refrigerator. And keep in mind that there are different types of onions, but the sweet onions are one of my favorites to grow. And how you grow them is you buy the transplants, and usually like little onion plants, um, and you just basically dab them into the soil, keep them fairly moist but not soaking wet in a full sun location in your landscape. Make sure that the soil is well fertilized and well cared for. And what you'll end up getting in about uh, about 80 to 90 to 100 days are these magnificent uh, onions that are about the size of your fist, maybe sometimes larger, that absolutely taste delightful. This week's In the Garden Kitchen, Sweet Onions. You've been Into the Garden Kitchen with Mark Weber. Phone lines are open for your questions now, 457-1290. Here's the garden guru, Mark Weber, on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. 457-1290 is the number of the dial. If you'd like to learn more about sweet onions, and I'd love to hear your voices today. Are you an onion lover? Are you an onion hater? And I'd love to hear your voices today. 457-1290. And uh, we'd love to have you part of this morning's broadcast here on Garden Talk. Um, I also want to share with you today that this is a perfect time of year um, to get your trees looked at. Um, And keep in mind that if you own property and you have trees, you have an obligation to have those trees um, inspected. Now, let's talk about what trees, how you find someone to inspect your trees. Um, Tree inspection requires someone to have a vast knowledge and understanding of how trees work. Um, And trees can be green and healthy, but they can be also structurally insufficient. 
And what we mean by that is, is what keeps a tree up is how strong and what, how its wood is connected within the tree. And in many cases, those trees that have issues that uh, fail during weather events, many cases have deficiencies. And those deficiencies, ladies and gentlemen, are directly related to some form of decay or how that tree is arranged in its branch structure. In most cases, those things can be found before they break and in many cases mitigated. Now you say, why does that matter? Because in many cases, if the tree breaks, the failure of the break in many cases will increase the more likelihood of even more decay inside the tree. So keep in mind, folks, it's really important to have your trees inspected by an ISA certified arborist, and you can find one one at treesaregood.org. Javon, let's take a quick break, and when we come back, we'll take your calls at 457-1290 on AM1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. It's our Ask the Experts weekend on the Miami Valley radio station with breaking news, weather and traffic, AM1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Hey, if you need to sell your home without all the headaches most people experience, hey, Sean Hannity here to tell you that after years of buying, selling, investing millions of dollars in real estate, that all All real estate agents do not operate the same way. Now, what makes the difference between a home selling fast and for top dollar and one that sits on the market for months and doesn't even sell at all? Well, you have one agent right in your backyard that I trust if I needed to sell my home. I'm talking about Tammy Holmes of HER Realtors. She services the entire Dayton area, attracts hundreds of buyers every week and sells a home on average every 24 hours. Tammy spends thousands of dollars every month and creates demand for your home, which makes it sell faster and for more money. Now, you risk nothing since at any point, if you're not happy, well, you can get out of the contract free and clear and pay nothing. But trust me, that's not going to happen. Don't play games with your home. Call Tammy Holmes at 937-506-0500 or online at DaytonGuarantee.com. That's DaytonGuarantee.com. And you can start packing. Hi. I'm Danielle from Burns Garden Center, where we've been growing healthy plants right here in the Miami Valley for three generations. Whether you're a beginner or avid gardener, we're here to assist you with the plants and knowledge that will produce incredible eye-popping gardens. You've got to see our amazing selection of trees, shrubs, veggies, herbs, annuals, and perennials. Come visit us in Beaver Creek and Middletown. You've got to see Burns. Could you retire sooner than you think and with greater financial security? Hello, I'm David Gaylor, president of Tradewinds Financial Group. I'm also the author of Income Allocation. You will learn strategies to create a dependable, sustainable, and predictable income stream for your retirement. You'll also learn critical information about the two risks you must manage for a successful retirement. Learn more about these strategies and give Tradewinds Financial Group a call. 800-385-0437. That's 800-385-0437. When you look at your trees, do you see dead or hanging branches? Are leaves turning yellow or falling off? If your trees don't look healthy or if you're worried that they may be unsafe, call the tree care professionals at Arbor Experts, a locally owned and operated tree care company staffed with ISA certified arborists serving Greater Dayton. Visit their website at arbor-experts.com or call them at 937-233-4118. That's Arbor Experts at 233-4118. It's our annual Smith Brothers of Burn Furniture Sale at Gallery Home Furnishings in Inglewood. 40% off plus 48 months interest free. We also have Amish bedroom, dining room, and occasional furniture made right here in Ohio. 48 months interest free is on everything in the store. Galleryhomefurnishings.com. Why do we call it WHIO Triple Team Traffic? Because we're on the roads. They're downtown data. It looks like south. Monitoring dozens of cameras. Checking to see what's causing that slowdown in that area. And in touch with your local authorities. State Highway Patrol, now they're telling me. Triple Team Traffic with Sergeant Mark Bowen is on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Good morning, everybody. Let's check out the updated weather forecast from News Center 7. 
We'll see the chance for a few more showers, maybe a couple of thunderstorms once again today, with the better chances coming later this afternoon into the evening hours. The stronger storms will look to stay off to our east. It will once again be a warm and breezy day with highs in the middle to upper 70s. We should dry out overnight tonight. I'm Debelladish Brett Collor, the Miami Valley Severe Weather Station, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Current scan of the new live Doppler HD7 radar is clear. We've got uh, 66 degrees on the station that you depend on for weather, traffic, and news. AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. It's an Ask the Experts weekend on Dayton and Springfield's 24-hour news weather and traffic station. AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. 457-1290 is the number of the dial. And uh, without further ado, up on the Horticultural Hotline, we're joined by the one and only Mr. Richmond Pearson. Good morning, Rich. Good morning, Mark. How are you? I'm well, Rich. You know, spring kind of like we went from... Um, what wanted to be spring to now it seems like we're in a summertime pattern stuff is growing oh, yeah. and uh, with that comes a whole plethora of other things and stresses and fungal diseases and insects and spider mites and um yeah welcome to another growing season <laughs> <laughs> you know and i always really tell and i always tell people the key to controlling pests is proper identification and and I, I and i i'm always admit on how few people really get that really issue in up to itself that you just can't you know condemn an insect and say it's bad and you've got to kill it you got to really understand it's uh it's life cycle, don't you? Yes. And you also have to identify the host correctly first. Um, that is the whole other call. <laughs> but yeah, and uh, and then sometimes we, as I've discovered recently, sometimes one of the um, the natural courses of events is extremely helpful, but correcting the problem will annihilate that helpful other natural event. Mm-hmm. Um, like I've had I've had multiple, surprisingly multiple numbers of questions about two particular uh, plant issues this uh, this past week. One of them is box with leaf miner. And it seems to be everywhere. We have it uh, we have it in our yard even here. Mm-hmm and one of the uh, actually there is a natural control already in place and that's that's your basic native natural spider population that will spin webs and will take care of a lot of the adults that are uh, beginning to fly that begin to emerge but to actually control and, and eradicate the leaf miner itself it requires application of pesticides that will kill the spiders unfortunately right uh, but it's i think this seems to be almost epidemic in proportion. I mean, there are people coming in that, uh, and they have large plantings of boxwoods, and it's on every plant. And um, we're at the point now where the larvae are emerging into adults, and there's a cloud of little red mosquito-like insects buzzing around their boxwoods. It's time to get busy, get those adults under control, because they're going to be laying eggs on the new foliage that's emerging right now starting the cycle over right uh, and it's time to interrupt that and what i've been recommending to people is to use a product that will not only be a good contact insecticide for the adult but also is translaminar that it penetrates the leaf and becomes systemic in the plant and that will help control any larvae that are still there and be preventive for any eggs that might be laid. Mm-hmm. And what product are you recommending on that, Rich? You know, I, I've been, <laughs> I've had kind of a lot in my brain. <laughs> is, it, is it Merit? Like Merit? Or one of the um, d- Dino Teflon? What, what's that? I'm sorry. Uh, it's a it's a bonide product. Okay. And it is both of those. And um, yeah, I, I can tell folks exactly where it is. Oh, I understand. I understand. So it's so it's a neo so it's a neonicotoid, right? I believe it is. Yeah, it's a neonicotoid. Yeah, and just keep in mind with neonicotoids, you don't want to apply those 
when the plant is going to be in bloom, and if it's in bloom of a neonicotinoid, then you have the 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 the, the, the um, probability of causing some damage to our our pollinators. So let's just be clear on that. You don't want to apply that then. Um, and I will also tell you with boxwood leaf miner too, Rich, that it is an interesting pest from the standpoint that it kinds it tends to be cyclic meaning that it tends to be some years where it's really, really, really lousy and other years when it's not. So one of the things that I will tell all our you know, listeners here on Garden Talk is that if you have to hit a threshold level where it's worth, as I will tell you, to deal with it. Um, mm -hmm. I have a really extensive boxwood planting in my yard, and I have always had box, boxwood leaf miner in it. But I'm happy to tell you, I have never controlled it. <laughs> um, I kind of let na nature take care of itself, and it's never hit a level where it's caused for me, where I've hit a point of no return where I need to be applying a pesticide. So. You know, I'm going to tell everybody you're ground zero for this year's uh, big event then. <laughs> <laughs> no, I kid you not. I've got a boxwood planting of, of a thousand boxwoods in my landscape. And I will tell you, Rich, I've always had it in it, but mm -hmm. I pretty much let all of the natural pests, the natural predators take care of it. And I've never had a problem that's required me to lose, I've never lost a single boxwood plant related to this particular insect. And I know yeah, there's control. What's, and that's where I'm kind of going with it is, it's one of those things where do I, you know, as, a, as, a, as my own landscape manager, I'm always trying to find ways to manage the insect without spending, um, you know, unfortunately causing for any degree of uh, risks to other plants or animals so with that being that's kind of just my my philosophy on these kind of things right and the the, the takeaway there is certainly to, to be aware of what's in your landscape and i've had folks coming in and asking and their boxwoods are literally turning yellow and that's mm -hmm. you know that, that's beyond the point where control has started right um, and, and and then there's go ahead rich oh oh yeah we right and then there's a yeah Running short on time? Is that what yeah, we're running. We're about ready. To, the, the, uh, he's going to start throwing stuff at us here in a minute. But uh, I, okay, well, I, <laughs> I threw in another uh, disease that's apparent. It's, it's sweeping through the area, and I think it's perhaps even more serious. And that's the needle cast, right? Spruce. And it it starts with blue spruce. Those are the most susceptible, apparently, but it's now spreading to other spruces. And I'm recommending. Because it is controllable, but it has to be caught. It has to be seen. And I'm, I'm recommending people contact a certified, competent arborist to do the application because they have the, uh, the wherewithal, the knowledge to, to properly diagnose, to access to the proper control agents and the equipment to do it. Yeah, and I also and want to throw two with needle cast too, Rich. Just keep in mind that that is a disease that's directly related to plant stress. And yep. if you can minimize the stress, and the stress may be triggered by nutritional, it may be triggered by water relations, it may be triggered by shade, and mm -hmm. it's an it's a disease that is triggered primarily by what they call abiotic disorders. And if you can manage the abiotic disorders, in many cases, you can manage needle cast. That will mean, though, you will have to apply some fungicides along the way to manage it, but long-term strategy-wise, it's going to require um, um, some management of some abiotic issues as well. Rich, I must run because Javon's getting ready. Oh, by the way, what's your favorite kind of onion? Oh, Vidalia. Vidalia. You like sweet onions. You're a good man. Rich, we'll talk next week. Thanks for being part of the show, and I'll see you on Thursday at Woodland Cemetery. I will be there. All right. Take care, my friend. Well, folks, that'll wrap it up for hour number one. Boy, did it go by fast. Hour number two is locked and loaded and ready to roll. We're going to talk to Frank. We're going to talk to David. We're going to talk to you at 457-1290. And, of course, do what we do best here on Garden Talk, which is help you with your yard gardening and landscaping challenges. 
right here on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. From our downtown Dayton McAfee Heating and Air Studios, WHIO AM Dayton, WHIO FM Pleasant Hill, a Cox Media Group station.